You all ready to join me today in our trip to outer space? Yeah. Albert Shivers. The Matrix doesn't happen. That's very true. Come along quietly or not. They don't have to like it, but they're going to see what happens. Goodbye, wimps. And now, without further ado, from Albert Shivers. The general concept is that creativity flourishes in in an atmosphere of freedom. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Planet Shivers podcast. I am, and always will be, Albert Shivers. And on this episode, Namu comes back to the show. You might remember Namu was on the show very early on in the podcast, along with Courtney, Nat, and Sylvia, all the Create and Be girls. Well, now Namu has come back solo on this episode to talk about spirituality, her work as a creative director, and her entrance into the world of modeling. It's a great conversation her and I have, but before we get to that, I just want to fill you in. I spoke a little bit about it on the last episode, but my collage mockumentary movie will be coming out soon. Mondo Alberto is just about done. I am doing the final little tweakings. And I'm planning on doing a whole episode talking about that a little bit. Maybe get some people who are involved in it to come on and talk about it. Uh, Also, got a lot of new art stuff cooking on the Instagram page. At Albert Shivers. Exploring a lot of new things with pen and ink. And finally, I'm done being crotchety and embracing the reels a little bit more. So there's videos, there's pictures. I'm just shooting all kinds of things at you. For you to check out also a lot of cool guests coming up as we get into the 90s of this podcast and get closer and closer to episode 100 so that's all the news i hope you guys are doing well enjoying the holiday now let's get to my conversation with nemo cocoa puffs are a delicious part of any well-balanced breakfast they're good for you which parents love and they taste like candy which i love And now, all expecting mothers can look for new bio-infused Cocoa Puffs. Give your child the extra boost with chocolate milk. Do not take a pregnant nursing. This is 77 WABC. Very happy to be joined today by model, creator, and visionary, Namu, thanks for coming on the show again. Thank you, thank you. So, I guess what I want to jump right into, um, the last time you were on the show was February 2020, and a lot has happened since then. Right. One thing that you've gotten into has been modeling. Right. And it's been, from, from my point of view of social media and just being um, an observer, it's been fun to watch you climb right, up right. This, this journey of yours. So t- talk a little bit about that. Well, um, since 2020, I should say, um, last, was it? Wow, it was last year. Last year, um, I did a Dreamwalk fashion show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, it's an all-inclusive um, fashion show. Um, and that was my first time actually walking on the runway. Okay. Um, that was like September of last year. So um, I did that. And um, this past 
this past weekend, um, I did a little New York modeling um, camp. I did a New York modeling camp. I got headshots. I got to learn one-on-one um, runways and um, how to walk and, and how to present yourself as a professional model. Okay. Um, so I definitely learned a lot. Um, and then this coming February, this next year, I'll be um, attending another, the same agency modeling camp for New York Fashion Week. Oh, nice. So I'm just, you know, I was the only plus-size plus size model there um, mm-hmm. in the modeling camp, and I feel sometimes a little bit, um, I like a lot of pressure, you know what I'm okay. saying? Because it's like, you know, I'm not the typical model size, if that makes right. sense. But now, since everything is more inclusive, you know, I have a higher chance, you know, mm-hmm. walking on somebody's runway or walking for Rihanna right. or F- Savage Fenty or something like that. Because mm-hmm. everything's more inclusive. Everything's kind of more body positive in that mm-hmm. way. So I could push my door in, you know. Right. But I'm still kind of working on that, you know, because, like, I could get in my head and, you know. Yeah. But I've been getting a lot of positive feedback from even from the models that, that went into the um, modeling camp, too, as well. So I'm trying like my best to educate myself on different things that I need to know as far as like professional modeling. And I feel that's why I changed my even my social media presence because okay. it's like I am a creative director first, but I am a model second. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, I put in creative director because I don't I feel like I don't see myself as a fashion model. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I got to that side of fashion modeling over the weekend, and I could just see myself more as, collectively, that's my second, my second, uh, you could say my second thing I do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Gotcha. So, you know, it, it was really interesting to learn a lot of things and learn different ways to present yourself, not just a plus-size model, but, like, a model in general. Yeah. So, so do you find you were did you mentioned pressure before? Did you feel pressure because you were one of a few plus size models? Or did did that bring any pressure? Um, I, or I that feel there's like less less. Of le- it, it, it's I feel like it's less, and I okay. feel like it's less pre- it's less presenting in my eyes because I was the only one there, right. you know, and like. I feel sometimes like it's pressure on me because it's just like I'm not just smiling for myself. I'm smiling for everyone that looks like me. Right. You know, I don't I don't wear a size eight. I don't wear a size four. I don't wear a size two. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I have to go at more of an extra step to work a little bit harder because it's just like I don't look as I don't have long legs. I'm not five eight and you know mm-hmm. a size four or whatever. Whatever. Right. I'm five almost. Four, five, 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 <laughs> and you know I'm I'm this size, so you know that's why I feel like I can't really present myself as a fashion model. I present myself as more an inclusive body, positive model, mm-hmm. and creative director, and I feel like I'm in that lane. But I've learned so much from just like the runway aspect and the the high fashion aspect of that. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, this is, this is wow. Like, mm-hmm. I'm getting in here. Like, I'm getting into it. It's not just, you know, I'm creative directing the photo shoot and I'm giving the, the, the photographer the idea and I'm right. just modeling what I, like, what I 
created. Yeah. So that's it's a different lane than high fashion than just just doing creative shit yeah. as far as modeling. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So I, I've learned from that aspect, and I think I need to learn more, and that's why I love to take these modeling classes and really learn more about the professional side. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of change my outlook on social media because, like, I don't want to be present as a fashion model. I want to present as plus size model, but also creative director. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I want to separate myself because I don't want to. I'm not presenting myself as that. Right. You know what I mean? So as creative director, which mm-hmm. we'll get to, mm-hmm. you find yourself more behind the scenes, behind the camera. I do. And as the model, you're mm-hmm. in front of it. Right. So, so a lot of people have fear of public speaking, mm-hmm. fear of getting on stage. Um, so your first time walking out, we've all seen footage mm-hmm. of the runway models. Right, right, right. But very little people have experienced that. Right. So, for your your first time doing that, mm-hmm. what was that like? It was nerve wracking. I had a really really high anxiety. I like to be honest with you, I was kind of nervous doing the the modeling camp, okay. but I had to have a self talk with myself. It's like you've been doing this for a minute as a freelance model, mm-hmm. but you really haven't got that far yet in doing high fashion runway walking model. So I really, in fat and even fashion shows, I really had to self-talk myself because it's just like, you know, I don't see, even when I look at the New York Fashion Week, there's 2%, even 1%, I should say, of plus-size modeling in any of those shows. Let's be real. And then most of it, it's just like the only fashion show I really see that's really pl- like all inclusive is the Rihanna Savage Fenty shows, okay. fashion shows. But I, like when it comes to like New York fashion or just fashion week in general, I don't. I, there's a small amount of plus size in- inclusivity mm-hmm. at all, you know. Right. And I had to put myself in this in this positive mindset because it's just like, what if I do get picked? What if people are just literally seeing me and the owner of the agent of the um, company was just, he put me to the side. He's like, I just want to tell you. And this, it, it, it kind of blew, made me a little teary eyed, but I cried at that time. <laughs> but at, when I went home, I did cry. Um, he's like, you're doing a great job. I just want to tell you that. And I loving, I'm loving your confidence. And I'm just like, thank you. <laughs> because I don't see it, but other people see it, and even the other the, the other models that were were attending the model camp with with me as well, was kept telling me you're doing great. I love your confidence. Like keep practicing. You're like you're gonna get there. And these are like models that been doing it for years, but also been walking runway fashion shows for a minute. And you're telling me that if you're seeing something in me then I need to like look at what's outside of here and look at mm-hmm. what's inside and really not just step up my game, but also really put my, put myself in a higher, 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 you know, a higher rank because it's just like, I'm seeing myself very low and I shouldn't have to just because I am a plus size model. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I had to like really 
dive deep with myself because I'm not going to lie. I definitely, over the summertime, I definitely wanted to quit modeling because I just felt it was just nothing for me as, you know, as a bigger person or as a plus size black woman, mm-hmm. you know, in the industry. So I just like felt like, well, I'm just going to do my little freelance thing whenever I want right. and, and do my creative direct thing when I really want to. So, yeah. Okay. And which, which, what was the show that you walked the runway for? Um, that was a dream walk fashion show. So okay. I applied there. I applied, it was like literally during, before the pandemic. Okay. I applied, put my application in. Corny, Corny was the one, shout out to Corny. Corny <laughs> was the one that sent me the, um, the link. And I'm, she's like, yo, girl, apply. You, you know how she is. Mm-hmm. Girl, apply. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, that could be you. You know, man, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I applied there. And then I, the question that they asked me, I just was completely honest. And next thing you know, two weeks later, I got, I was picked. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Did any of your, so you had been creative directing prior to this. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like any of your creative directing experience played into your prep to walk the runway? It definitely did. Okay. Definitely did. I feel like creative directing definitely got me out of my comfort zone with modeling because okay. there's one thing with creative directing. You're you're working with people that, that are that work behind the camera. Right. The photographer, the the videographer, the everybody else that's worked behind it. So I felt like sometimes I want to be the um, representation because there's no representation mm-hmm. at all sometimes, you know. So I just blatantly, you know, got into more modeling because of that. And also to like, I feel, you know, I'm more best at when I'm creating something and I could bring it to life mm-hmm. as I'm modeling it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it definitely, it definitely did. Okay. <laughs> definitely so, did. like, what, um, what kind of stuff have you creative directed on? Um, recently? In general, like, you could just, whichever um, one you want to talk about. Well, when I was with, when I was, um, creative directing with, heavily with, um, Korean B, I was doing more of the, um, Working with Sylvia and the photographer, mainly, mm-hmm. you know, working with the models that she was picking and helping her recreate, like, a, you know, like a photo shoot or, like, the theme or the concept and stuff okay. like that. Um, also, w- was working with uh, other photographers as well with different concepts, um, themes. Um, this past May, I worked with um, one of my close friends with his music video, um, created that record his music video and that that was pretty well um so i feel like music photography is like literally my lane (laughs) and um and some of my music i definitely went back into making music too so Mm. so um that's been more inspiring inspiring with my creative creative skills that makes sense (laughs) so what 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 goes into it for you if you're you're on a photo shoot or you're you're on a music video and you're there. Mm-hmm. What are the kind of things that you're 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 looking for or how do you creative direct? Okay. What's your method? My method with Curry Directing is literally a conversation with whoever wants to wants to bring out the message. Okay. 
okay. or bring or, or bring out the story. If that makes sense. So, for example, when I was working with Sylvia with with the with her with her for with one of the shoots and one of the models, I'm like, okay, what's the theme? What you want to present? What you? And she's like, you know, I'm just just I'm gonna go go with your flow. I'm like, all right, boom. We could be at a at a location and I could see something. So mm. I'm literally using my imagination. Mm. And I'm just, I'm telling her what my imagination is, <laughs> what I see. And she's like, all right, boom. And I'm placing the model at showing her the poses, showing her what to do, telling her this, this will look good with, this will flow better. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it's mainly in details. And then when I was working with my friend with his music video, I was listening to like his song. Right, mm -hmm. and I'm just like okay, and then he showed me the location that he wants to music, he shoot, shoot the music video. I said, boom, this is my imagination. We was on the phone for two hours, and I'm like, this is my imagination. This is what I see. This is my visual. What you think? He's like, what the fuck? I like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and he just added a little bit of his if his own thing too, and I'm just like, all right, cool. All right, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? And but I wasn't physically there at his music video shoot, but I let him know the details of what I see, and it was so um so accomplished, and I'm glad that we kind of like he asked me to to you know to be his creative director and I, and it written really well, hmm. so um and then another friend of mine that does also does music he asked me to be his film director for his music video. I don't know nothing about <laughs> film. Right. The only thing I know is about creative directing and right. that's it. Mm -hmm. But filming, I'm just like, that's really out of my comfort zone. I don't know anything about that. He's like, I can help you, you know, because he has a background in film. But, you know, I'm just like, well, is this my other thing that I needed to want to do? And I'm just like, no, I don't really have to be a film director. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I love film. But, I feel like I like to be in my own lane when it comes to that. I don't want to have my things and things because I'm already have I already do yeah. so so much. Don't spread yourself too thin. I don't want to spread myself too yeah. thin, but right. And also too, I feel like that's I like to be on a creative side mm -hmm. because filming is a lot of work. You know what I'm saying? It's putting time in and things like that. I really don't have the passion in that, you know, to really direct. But like. That it that would have been my music, my first music video that I already I already film or direct, mm -hmm. so. Um, but yeah, um, I feel like my method is using my imagination, and also just using my eye. I have a strong eye. I mm -hmm. use my. Some people call it the third eye. Right. I call it my my vision eye. And okay. um, and anytime my vision eye sees something, I'm I'm literally going with that. Gotcha. Yeah. Is is um, any of this stuff that you worked on, is it out yet? Yes, it's definitely out. Okay. Yeah, the music video is out. Um, the one that I'm supposed to be filming has not been out yet. We haven't been working on that, but that's going to be up in the works. Okay. Yep. Cool. <laughs> the ones that are out, what are their names? People might can go find them. Um. So it's Tura, T-U-U-R-A. And um, his music video is extraordinary, and that's out on YouTube, every platform, and stuff like that. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. 
So, we were talking a little bit before we started to record. Yes. Um, about astral projection. Mm. Now, I've been playing around with this for probably a little bit over a year. Right. With mixed results. I think I found my sweet spot. Mm-hmm. But um, what are some of your thoughts or, or even experiences with that? With astral projection, um, I, I have so much, so much intense dreams. Okay. Um, I feel like I've been having that since I was born. <laughs> since I was little, but it really got more intense when I really got into my, you could just say, spiritual awakening mm-hmm. or more in touch with my ancestors. I think you could say that. Okay. So um, there was one time that I had a, div- a divination reading and the reader was saying to me, um, she's like, you know, your, your spirit guides or ancestors come to you in your dreams. And she said there was one particular dream that I had to pay attention to. And and sometimes it, it comes when I'm like dealing with something, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And more, a little more recently, I, there's been a lot of people that have been telling me I've been having like, I've been in their dreams and stuff like that. But when I got more into my spiritual awakening, like there was one dream that I felt like I went out of body experience. I had mm-hmm. a, almost like an out of body experience. And it's been, that's been a little like a repetitive dream too, because I feel like sometimes I'm out of body, then I'm somewhere in a, in a, on a beach, somewhere on the water. And yeah, like my dreams are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And um, my recent dreams, I've been having dreams that I'm, I have like a family. And I don't know if this makes sense, but I have like oh, I have children and a whole okay. husband. Okay. So I don't know if that's like telling me or foretelling what I'm going to have in my future. Mm-hmm. So and sometimes I could actually, actually project so much to a point where. I could almost dream a little bit further and I'm just like, okay, I have to, what's my reality? What's my actual dream world? Mm-hmm. Because my dream world is a whole different life that I have. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm single. I just have my cat. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? I've got no, I've got no kids. I've right. got no husband. So I feel like actual projection, actual projection is so intense. Like when you're heavy on your um, spirituality, I feel like you get so much downloads, mm-hmm. um, even when you're not even dreaming. So I feel like as I got older, I feel like the downloads and even the, the actual project has been really stronger. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have more. I'm more. I'm more understanding of why I'm dreaming those things. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, it started for me. Is that um. It would happen for me when I would be in in the uh, juxtaposed, not juxtaposed, but like a a, a balance of sleep and awake. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't happen to me like in the middle of the night. It wouldn't even happen. It would. I would feel it begin to happen. Let's mm-hmm. say, and I would be experiencing life awake and mm-hmm. alert, even though I know that I'm asleep. Mm. And the first few times, the shock of it would jar me awake, literally mm. awake. And eventually, I, I was like, no, 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 like, okay, we're here, stay still, mm-hmm. like, don't, don't freak out, 
don't draw yourself awake. Right. Just kind of let it flow. flow. And it went from very quick, simple things to two instances where I was in my bed and I was up walking around the apartment. Mm. And the second time this had happened, I had walked all through the apartment. I'm just looking around. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not interacting. I'm just like, woo, I'm asleep, but I'm walking around. Mm -hmm. And it felt intensely real until I went back into my bedroom and I had a thought of, I need to write this down. Mm. And I went over to my desk and went to grab a pen and like a movie, my hand just went right through the pen cup. Oh, shit. You know? And that shook me and it shot me awake. And I just went, pew, right, like, right back to the bed. Because like just that, like, because we grab things every day and, right, and, and right. We, we always grab them. Our, mm. our hands never go through things. Wow. So that happened and it spooked me. And it, it set me awake in my bed. Mm. But I remember it so, so vividly. And that was the la- and that was a few months ago, maybe mm-hmm. a little more. Um, but that was the last time it happened very intensely. Wow. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this happened to you, but like certain astral projection, like I get smells. Okay. I get smells. I get mm-hmm. smell different things. Um, like if, if say like if I'm and I'm dreaming, right? Mm-hmm. Say if I'm dreaming and I'm in a restaurant, mm-hmm. I could s- literally, when I wake up, I could smell what the restaurant was making. Let's just say they was making tacos, right? Oh, yeah, right. I could smell, when I wake up, I could smell tacos. It's the weird shit. Mm-hmm. And then also too, um, I get like certain marks on my body. Okay. And then like, that's been happening like for a while but like usually I'll get like bruises and like I'm like what the hell I never bang my knee at certain right. things yeah. so there, there be certain things in my dream where I feel like I'm like physically there sometimes mm-hmm. and it feels so real to a point where I get little whispers sometimes when I wake up and I'm like what the hell is this <laughs> so I don't know if it's like because I'm so intense with with what I'm believing, mm-hmm. that more and more, that it, the dream gets more intensive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, let's go back to the divination reading. She says, my spirit guides and answers always communicate with me through my dreams. And I feel like sometimes my dreams are just more lit than my actual life. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I have a whole family and right. a husband. Like, that's what you tell it. My hair is longer. Like, you know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, it's it's so weird. <laughs> uh, to, to to what you're saying, I think that it you know is it becoming more intense because you're more knowledgeable about it, or which is the way I tend to mm-hmm. lean, is that um, we're more you're more open to it, and I do believe yeah. that when you become more open to certain things like this, mm-hmm. it can happen more. Yeah. And on the, I, I get the smells too a little bit differently. So like just the other day, um, I there's an ex of mine, but we're still friendly. Okay? Mm-hmm. And she's up in Buffalo right now. Right, right, right. And a couple of days ago, now she's been having, she just moved there. She's having a little bit of a rough go. 
Right, right. Um, just getting acclimated to a new city and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Typical mm-hmm. kind of thing. And a couple of days ago, I'm walking through the living room on my way somewhere to get something. Mm-hmm. And I picked up her scent. I can be very... Like, I notice people's... The way people smell. Mm. Whether it's something that they wear. Right, right. Whatever it is. I know people smell. And I picked up her scent just walking through the living room. And there's nothing here that mm-hmm. would replicate it. Right, right, right. There's, right. there's nothing in this apartment that would replicate it. And I go, I should call her up. So I finished doing whatever I was doing. And I call her up and... At that time, or somewhere in the vicinity, not exactly, mm. but somewhere in the vicinity of the time when I picked up her scent, she had gone through something, like something wow. kind of a little bump in the road that she had wow. to deal with. So, and I only say that to say that I just think that when we're opened to things that are a little mysterious mm-hmm. and that we can't quite explain. It, I really feel like it's more of a spiritual thing. It's more of a gut thing. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's going to be tangible. It's a feeling. It's a feeling, right. And I think that can um, apply to astral projection, too. Oh, yeah. The most And any of that, like, spirituality kind of thing. Yeah. You know, the way you're in touch with yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I also feel like dreams, like, not just even astral projection. I feel like dreams, like, give you so much warnings, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like they give you messages to where, like, you need to pay attention to. And, like, throughout this whole year, I feel like my spirit guides, ancestors, or the higher, the high, you know, the high power or whatever, mm-hmm. has been giving me messages to where I had to share with someone or I had to... Mm-hmm. Because, like, I feel like in the spiritual world, you, you are a vessel, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes you are used as a vessel to relay a message to someone. And I feel like I've been doing that more often. <laughs> and one of my friends, he's like, why do you sound like somebody's auntie or a grandmother? I'm like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes I, I caught myself. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm, I'm, I'll take us real in the, into the weeds here. Um, right. Have you ever, um, in your being awake, so, like, away from astral projection and away right, from right, dreams right, right. a little bit. Awake, have you ever seen or felt anything? Of course. Okay. Of course. Is there anything you wouldn't mind sharing? Um, I don't mind sharing. I don't mind sharing. Like, I don't mind. Um, okay. Let's just say there was one particular thing that kind of, like... And, and also, too, I have to say more recently, mm-hmm. my... um. Okay, so ever since I moved into this apartment that I have now, just I've been in this apartment since 2019. Okay. So just more recently, but I had my cat like like the same year I moved in, right? So okay. I had I moved in during the winter time. I got had my cat during the summertime, right? Ever since he was little, my cat, he was always looking at some corner in my living room, and I always felt a presence there. Okay. But the presence was welcoming. It was inviting. Mm-hmm. But I always felt the presence was watching me and watching my whole entire house. Right? So, I got the, the divination reading back in 2018. Okay. 
So everything that the reader predicted, pretty much, it's been happened happening. So you know, when you get a reading like that, stuff don't just don't happen the next day. It happens throughout a long period of time. Right. So there was just things that that she was telling me, and it was making sense, right? But now it makes more sense because during my waking life, I should say, I've been having a lot of like. Um, you could say supernatural, quote unquote. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that presence in my house, I felt like it's been somewhat of my family member that passed on okay. that I never met before. Um, because I definitely feel as a male presence. Okay. Um, but when I've been talking about him with my cousin. He's like, you know, that can be your, your guardian or something somewhat of that sort. Um, it can be like multiple people. Um, but my cat always looks at that, mm. looked at that corner. So there was one time, one time um, I was going to have company over. Some guy that I, you know, we was talking and, you know. Mm. So something was telling me. Something was just not working with me. Like, I was getting my stuff. I was getting, you know, the outfit I was wearing and things like that. I was, I was about to cook. And something just completely knocked off something on the same corner. Every time I feel that presence in the same corner, my cat be looking at. Because cats, okay. cats can look at spirits, too. But there was a smell. And then I heard something don't bring this guy in the house. And it was a male voice. It was like, do not bring this guy in this house. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what the f- Like, what the hell? And I heard it so much to a point where the voice was just closer to my shoulder. Mm. Okay. And then after I heard that voice, I heard this, I get a tap on my shoulder like this. It's, it, it tapped me just like that, like two taps. Like, pay attention, bitch. Like, pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. And then my cat just kept meowing. He, my cat was looking at the same corner, right? Mm-hmm. After that voice, my cat was like, meow, meow. And I'm just like, what's the matter? And he's like, he was looking, he kept looking. And I'm just like, okay, that's what whoever is telling me just to pay attention, mm-hmm. right? And I have an altar. I have, you know, I burn candles and I burn incense, whatever, whatever. Oh my, I'm looking at my altar, right? Uh-huh. So my altar is in the same same space as that corner, right? Okay. But say this is the corner, right? Uh-huh. And here's my altar. Right. So I have certain deities that represent in my spiritual court. Mm-hmm. The deity statue... You know, they have a stare, but it was directly staring at me. Mm. Wow. Okay. And then I'm just like, okay, this is not supposed to be it. <laughs> right. So I ended up, the guy ended up just not showing up at all. Something happened with his car, boom, boom, boom. And I'm just like, kind of worked like that. But anytime I have those scenarios right. or anything if of that sort, I have to stay away from that person. Because mm-hmm. whatever they bring in into my space is not good for me. So this has been happening more and more frequently 
throughout the year, let's just say last year, they've been warning me about a friend. They've been warning me about people that I need to stay away from. Mm-hmm. So I get the the voice, the voice, and I get a tap, or I get um, it's like a smell. I get smells, and then I get like a it's like a kind of like a smoke thing, like a it's almost like I get it's like a smudge of smoke. Okay, and it's kind of it's kind of weird, but um. Another thing that's been ha- that happened to me that's kind of like a supernatural kind of thing too. I'm sorry, like I'm going rampant. But, no, no, go for it. Um, I get like uh, people change. Wow, it's four, four, four. I get like changing. If I look at a person, like say if I'm outside, like their their face can be trippy, trippy almost. Okay. Like changing faces or like yeah. they, it's almost like a some weird shit going on, right? I could definitely see that someone's face. Okay. But they not actually doing it. I'm actually seeing it on a spiritual point. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like their face can be droopy or their face can change or emotion or something like that. And I'm like staring at them like, what the fuck is going on here? And I could snap out of it and then it's just, it's just almost like nothing happened. But it's a sign where I need to stay away from that person. <laughs> so I get certain things like that, you okay. know. So yeah, a lot of a lot of trippy supernatural stuff. Yeah. yeah. Here at OffBrandHeels.com, we've got all the brands that fit your needs and your budget. Johnny Tune, Dolce & Banana, Marola Blornig, Prodder, Gookie, DKNI, Alexander McCain, Diana Von Fistenbug, and Jessica Simpson. We've got all the brands that fit your needs. Job interviews, running from your parole officer, attending a theater opening, breaking into your mom's house to steal her cable box. OffBrandHeels.com, naturally Fancy. But I, I can also like relate with that those feelings, you know, right. like feeling some sort of presence or something nudging you mm-hmm. in a certain direction to say, don't do this or do that. And, and mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, you know, when you follow those feelings, it, it tends to work out. It definitely does. And I definitely get those, like, they could say those gut feelings. Mm-hmm. I get those all the time. Mm-hmm all the time in different situations or even if my one of my friends are telling me something about a situation with another person and I'm like mm, no and I'll be sometimes they're like oh you overthinking things or oh, you just too much of a of, of an overthinker I'm just like nope this and then it will actually happen and you know and I probably would save their life doing that you know right so yeah. you know having I think having a strong intuition too does play a role, mm-hmm. you know. And do you feel over time that you uh, like that you lean into it? I guess to say that being open to it makes it stronger. Yes, yes. Okay. For sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> what could, What is like an example maybe of, of something that you've noticed over time about your your senses that may have been heightened or have gotten stronger over time? Mainly just listening. Okay. Listening to what, let's just say, my spirit guides or, you know, anything that's that I 
literally have on my altar or just you know mainly what I listen to because like sometimes I have to listen in order in order to receive a message mm-hmm. if that makes sense like I use my senses like some the smells or a vision or download um and I feel like it happens when I get like a sharp pain in my stomach okay and it or correlates to my stomach <laughs> mm-hmm. and I get those stomach pains I get like a it's almost like a like a cramp okay or like sometimes like even like a weird feeling in my body and it's always happens in my stomach area so when that happens I know there's something that's telling me something or that's telling me hey watch out or hey you know this is you're on the right path or something like in that sort or hey mm-hmm. there's something going on that you need to pay attention to mm-hmm. or I get those taps like I said on the shoulder mm-hmm. um recently I've been getting um like tickles like right near here okay. um and then sometimes even flashes I see like different like a like a flash of a light mm-hmm. and I need to pay attention to so or or I could be thinking about something and then I put my phone down and I could just hear something and it could just be something where it's a knock or a, it'd be so, something so random. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right. This is what y'all was telling me, huh? Right. Really? Right. <laughs> right. Two knocks. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? And then like, here they are. I'm like, wow. So there's certain things, but a lot of things just happen like on my stomach area. And right. I, they say the gut feelings, I definitely get those gut feelings. Yeah. Gotcha. Question about dreams. I, I heard this the other day and it struck me by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody brought up that we, we never dream. So in 2022, we all have our phones. Have you ever had a dream with your phone in it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so apparently that's very, very uncommon mm-hmm. to dream with your phone. And when it was brought up to me, I've never had a dream with my phone in it. And a lot of people have said that they've never had a dream with their phone in them. And it could just be a coincidence. But it's also interesting that, you know, I can't remember having a dream with too no- too much technology in it. Mm-hmm. And that's always been very curious to me since I heard about this. Yeah, like it's in my one of my dreams. It's, it hasn't been like a smartphone at all. It's okay. always been like a almost like a old fashioned house like house okay. phone, okay, or somewhere in that sort. But it could be like a computer. But it's not really in a way where it plays in a role with mm-hmm. technology. Right. So I like have... I did had like a like a almost futuristic dream. But there was like flying cars or something like mm-hmm. that. But that was more into the whole alien type of thing. But like, right, right, right. but nothing in a way where like it's like an actual iPhone and I'm dreaming. Of, nah, nah. It was always okay. like a always like a house phone. Okay. So or like you I, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess what I meant specifically was the iPhones, mm. like smartphones, and so many people just we don't hear this. We have this every day. Mm. And it's safe to say that most people are looking at it for at least an hour a day collectively. Right. 
So, why aren't we dreaming about it? Mm. Like, every day with this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not in our dreams, and that's just, I don't know the answer, mm-hmm. but it's, it's curious. It's, it's, it's very, yeah, it's very curious. Or you can even dream about something that you just looked at on your phone and have a dream about right. that. I mean, yeah. that happens to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you could scroll over TikTok, you could dream about something that you watched on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> right. It happens, you yeah. know? But, um, not like an actual, like, smartphone. It's always been like an old age phone or like house, regular house phone. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So. so do you, do you, um... Like, I, I've heard that it's better to, like, stay away from your phone a certain amount of time before going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I try to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't a lot. But I try to. Mm-hmm. Do you find that, does it affect your sleep at all? Or? It does. I feel mm-hmm. like if I'm being really intensive and, I, and I'm, I'm a big dreamer, like, I dream a yeah. lot. So I find when I'm not dreaming a lot, I'm like, okay. I need to put this across my across my room. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I'd be listening to like a lot of like meditation music sometimes. If I can't really sleep, um, I usually burn incense while I go to sleep. So that kinda helps nice. me, the sense kinda helps me sleep. But um when I figure I have trouble sleeping, that's when I know like my mind is going elsewhere. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I try to like I smoke smoke at least a little bit. Right. Before I go to sleep, and that knocks me out. Gotcha. So, yeah. I try not to have like my phone near my bed anyway. Yeah. You know, so. I don't blame you. But it could be a habit. You know what I'm saying? It could be a habit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, but before we wrap up, I just want to um, we talk a little bit about uh, Hood Hippie Inc. Mm. Say a little bit about that, what, what it's all about, and what, what your involvement in it is. Um, Hood Hippie. Um, is my friend, um, Buddha, um, Buddha Banks. He, he is the owner of Hood Hippie, um, okay. uh, mainly the designer of it. He does like mostly tie dyed and it's basically like a community, um, and space of all like your spirituality, um, also living in the hood or living, having the background of living in that property, mm-hmm. but also making, making your clothes as, not as your identity, but like living, you know, in that hippie lifestyle, like, you know, smoking marijuana and like smoking herbs and being spiritual, but being but all about self, self-improvement, um, all about um, holistic health and wellness. Um, and also being in that sh- straightforward mindset of being positive and also um being the knowledge of self, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's really Hood Hippie, and I'm one of the co- co-managers mm-hmm. of Hood Hippie, and um, I did model for one of his photo shoots for one of his shirts. Um, he basically, for for every person, he does the tie-dye for, and it's based off what he sees in your aura. Okay. So my tie-dye shirt was basically like blue, purples, and indigo, and things like that. So, and those main, mainly those colors. So he is always based off the tie-dye is always, it's kind of like a your signature tie-dye, pretty okay. much. And he just goes off based off your aura, based off your personality. And um, it's kind of like a customization of a tie-dye 
for you personally. Okay. So um, that's what he kind of does. That's his design, and that's his. He made up with the name. I remember when we we, we talked on this. This how on how long. That's how I've been knowing him for. We talked on Skype about okay. this this of what he his idea about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that he brought me on board with it because, you know, I could see a little bit further. Um, so I can't wait to to show the world <laughs> what we can come up with um, with Hood Hippie. Um, I feel like it's going to be a like an outstanding, I feel like for the, for the collective, but also people that feel different. Um, feel like they are authentic than any anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like Hood Hippie is a movement. It's definitely a movement. It's cool. definitely a movement. So, I can't wait for more designs and more things that kind of come with Hood Hippie. Mm-hmm. I feel that it's going to come during the spring or summer. Okay. You know? Cool. So, cool. so, yeah. And where can where can folks find you? If they want to check um, out what you're Instagram, into. TikTok, Twitter, Namu Visions, um, all, all platforms. Cool. And Hood Hippie, that's hoodhippie.hood.hippie. And that's on Instagram as well. That, but that, we're going to be posting more and doing more things on that side. But that's going to be very good on the hush hush. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. I'm going to be lo- looking out for it. It's yes, awesome. yes, for sure. It was great talking to you. Thank you for this having me. fun, fun conversation. Yes. And um, I've been, I go in and out at my aim. Right. So that's just how I roll. But um, I've been following you and been watching mm-hmm. your, your videos and your modeling thing. Mm-hmm. And um, whoever gave you that advice when you were modeling was right. Right. I definitely think you killed it. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. I think you did a really good job. Thank you. And any jitters you may have had, while I understand it, I couldn't tell. Wow. Thank you. Thank so, you. Thank you. Thank so you. So good, good luck with that. And Thank I hope you so that much. continues to work Thank out you so for you. Much. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And I'll hopefully have you back on again with Sylvia and Courtney again. I like to do that. Right. That the again. group. That was a lot the group. Of fun. Yeah, the group podcast. I think the, the group podcast has been really dope. Cool. Yeah, I've been doing like roundtables lately. Oh, that's awesome. So I wanna, I wanna like get more of those together, and mm-hmm. different ideas and stuff. I like that. So yeah, I'll like keep that. you in mind. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Thanks again, Namu. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Planet Shivers podcast. Thank you to the, to Namu for coming on the show, giving us her time, and talking about all the things we covered. Don't forget, we're in the '90s now. Got a lot of cool episodes coming up on the way to 100. Some old guests coming back, some of your favorites, and some new people who've never been on the show before. So it's going to be a very, very fun countdown to 100. And I got big plans for episode 100, so please keep listening and stay tuned. Don't forget, like and subscribe. That helps immensely. You could find all the other episodes on YouTube and on all major podcast platforms. And you could find out more of what I'm doing on Instagram at Albert Shivers. Until the next episode, take care of yourself and take care of somebody else.